Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Welcome back to Getaway Car. Uh, Last week we ended our episode. um, We were leaving the Badlands National Park. We talked a little bit about as we were approaching Badlands National Park, we were already starting to see signs for wall drug. (laughs) Because it's apparently the only interesting thing in the area. Yep. So that, of course, had to be our next stop after we left the Badlands. Uh, We went straight there. I don't even remember how close it was, but... I don't either. But we did go there. There are plenty of signs along the way. I remember that. Yeah. Like <laughs> a million of them. So we went to Waldrug. Waldrug is, again, unique. Unique, yeah. I would say it's like cross between pharmacy and general store and like restaurant and tchotchke gift shop type place. Yeah, it's like if you took like every random store that like you'd find in any town and like chucked them all in a hat and then pulled like five random ones and combined them into one store. It's like random, like they're all things that you'd have in a town, but they're not like the five things you'd expect. Yeah, so it was quirky and different and you know, kind of a fun stop. We tried their milkshakes, which Mm -hmm. are apparently like super famous. The chocolate one tastes kind of like a Wendy's Frosty to me, Mm -hmm. not gonna lie. (laughs) But the mint chocolate one was delicious. That was definitely the favorite. We love our ice cream. Yes. Uh, We also do this thing where we each buy a different flavor and then we split both so we can both get to try. Yeah, you got to try too. So, yeah, the mint was clearly the winner for us. (laughs) Yeah, so we we didn't spend much time there. It's not like a huge time-consuming attraction. It was just kind of a... Yeah, it was very strange, very interesting. It was definitely like an interesting break in the day because you just sort of wander through and there's like, like you said, it's just sort of like... There's like a chapel and a candy store and like things that you wouldn't necessarily pair together and they're all in one place. So it was cool to kind of walk through and see all the like random stuff in all one place. Yeah. So then from there, we went to our next destination, uh, which was the Black Hills Mm -hmm. in South Dakota. So apologies, South Dakota. All of the cool stuff in South Dakota is in a very small area. Yes. Um, So the Black Hills are gorgeous and amazing. So the Black Hills are where uh, Mount Rushmore and the Crazy Horse Memorial are located. They're both listed in our Thousand Places book, so I'm just going to read a little blurb from that book. So the Black Hills, uh, named for the dense shade of their ponderosa pines, the Black Hills of South Dakota have for centuries been considered sacred by the Lakota Sioux, once the most powerful tribe in the West. Um, And then it goes on to talk about how Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse were both started. So a little bit about Mount Rushmore. Engineering project so monumental that no one believed it possible. Uh, Carving and blasting six story faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. And took, let's see, it says says it took 400 workers 14 years. Uh, So they worked from 1927 to 1941 to finish that project. And then... It's a long day. That is a long day. (laughs) Um, So even longer day, uh, Crazy Mm -hmm. Horse Memorial is still not finished Mm -hmm. actually this one started in 1948 still not completed uh the little blurb about this one this memorial when completed somewhere around 2050 after a century's labor will depict native americans uh greatest warrior chief astride his steed um and when it's done it'll be 563 feet tall and apparently will be the second tallest sculpture 
in the world. 2050, though. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. So from what I understand, we didn't really know a lot about either of these monuments when we went on the trip. We just knew that they existed. Yeah, we knew that they were famous. That was about the extent. So for both of them, we just kind of got close enough to see them and take pictures and then kind of moved on. But now, like, we've gone back and we've actually, like, looked a little bit more into, like, what they're about and what they stood for. Crazy Horse in particular is really interesting because they're relying on like donations and funding to finish the project. Yeah. So if we had known that, we probably would have like taken the time to go into the museum because based on what we found online, it looks like they actually have a lot of really cool stuff and a lot of like ongoing projects and information about the sculpture and the progress that they're making. Yeah. So haven't been there, so can't personally recommend it, but it does look really cool. So if you're ever out that way, yeah, give them a shot. Yeah, for sure. We got pictures of both of them. So we have technically been there, but we didn't go to like the, you know, the museum or the gift shops or whatever they actually have on site for them. So but yeah, so I mean, uh, Mount Rushmore honestly was a little underwhelming for me. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I really thought I was going to be like... More impressed, impressed? yeah. (laughs) Which sounds terrible. I mean, it's it's an amazing feat of engineering. And maybe we'd feel differently if we had gone in and like seen the actual exhibit and everything. But we just like saw the faces carved on the mountain, and we were like, "Yeah, okay, we're good." Yeah, we were like, "It looks got we came for it looks in pictures." Yep, got it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if we were to go back, I think we'd we'd go to the Crazy Horse one over the Mount Rushmore one, just because the Crazy Horse. If you go to their website, it's um, crazyhorsememorial.org, I believe. Um, they have a lot of information about the story behind it and the history and all the, the stuff that's going on. So we'd probably go to that one over Mount Rushmore. Yeah, well, and I want to see that get finished, if that's the goal. Like, right. Mount Rushmore, arguably, it's it's done. It's taken care of, but, you know. But yeah, Crazy Horse, even though it's still in progress, is really cool. They have, like, his whole face done, and he's got, like, his arm outstretched. It's going to be, like, pointing over the head of his horse. So they've, like, finished the face, and I guess the, the arm and, like, the back of the head are in progress right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> And then the next stop was actually an unplanned stop. Um, we went through the Black Hills onto Needles Highway, which we'd never heard of. Another unexpected gem. Yeah, gorgeous. Just absolutely breathtaking. I think one of our favorite drives that we've been on. Like For sure, yeah. You know, even if you're not going to see something specific, it's just like hours of just the most gorgeous scenery that you've ever seen. It was like the opposite of the trip to Badlands. Leaving yeah. Badlands and going to Needles Highway, it's beautiful. There's yeah. trees everywhere. There's all these incredible landscapes. There's, you know, you drive through these like tunnels through the mountains and very cool. Uh, one of the tunnels on the roads is so narrow that you can only fit one car through it at a time. But it's a two-way road, so you literally have to pull up to the mouth of the tunnel and, like, look all the way down the end. And it's pretty long. Mm-hmm. And if there's nobody in there, then you can take your car and you can drive through it. But if there's somebody coming, you have to back up and let them out first. And then when you're in there, you just have to hope yeah. while you're in there that nobody decides to be a jerk and come at you from the other side because yeah. there's and nowhere there's, to go. And there's none of those, like, modern things of, like, having a light on either side or anything. It's just the tunnel. And it's, like, you know, may the odds hope be ever in your favor. Yeah, it's just yeah. go for it and hope no one's in there. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I mean, we're not used to that. You know, New England doesn't really have a lot of <laughs> mountainous tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was really, really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, so just a, a different experience for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I mean, honestly, that's still, I consider that to be one of the prettiest parts of the country and we've been over yeah. a fair amount. Certainly of some of the prettiest driving, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, we, we drove through that area. Um, we went through like Custer State Park, which is beautiful. Yeah. We got a lot of really beautiful pictures from yeah. there. 
um, like that whole area is just really, really gorgeous. So actually when we were driving through there, that's when we had to stop. There was, I guess, I don't know if it was a hiker that got injured or oh, yeah. somebody who was like off-roading or something like we didn't really get the full story, but somebody had gotten injured and had to be airlifted out of the middle of this park. Mm -hmm. And so... And they shut down operations. Yeah. It was like, everything stops. And I don't know if that was just like to make room for the helicopter or just to make things easier on the first responders. But we came up on this traffic jam in the middle of the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And people were just kind of parked in the road. And they were like, yeah, we've been here for hours. We're waiting for somebody to get airlifted out. And we just hung out. Yeah, we ended up just kind of chatting with the other people who were, who had been there, like, sitting around because there's not a whole lot you can do. You can't really, like, turn around because it's a pretty narrow road and you can't go forward because they've shut it down. So you just kind of have to wait. But we were sort of lucky. We were in a really beautiful part of the park. So we just kind of, you know, parked and got out of the car and chatted with the other people and waited. And everyone was really laid back about it, though. I remember being shocked. Mm -hmm. Like, especially coming from New England where everybody is, like, such an angry driver. And, yeah, like, and in you, such a hurry all the time. Yeah, if you then, get inconvenienced for a second, people yeah. are laying on their horns. Fellow travelers um, are a different breed, man. We're all just kind of like, oh, there's a there's a traffic jam because there's a bear in the road. You know, everyone's just like, all right, cool. Yeah, but yeah, in this case, like, everyone was just kind of hanging out and, like, people were getting out of their cars. And, like, I think some people, like, I think one car actually had, like, one of those grills on the back of their car mm -hmm. and, like, were grilling and, like... People had beers and just, like, hanging out by the side of the road. And everyone yeah. was just kind of, like, throwing this, like, little block party in the middle of the woods on this random yeah, road. Yeah, it was, like, making the best of Waiting for the it. road to open up again. Yeah. Um, so that actually ended up being really fun. And I think we were there for, I don't know, an hour or two. Yeah, it wasn't even that bad. I think the people who were there before us had been there a lot longer. But we, I think we stayed there for maybe an hour. Yeah. And, and then, then they opened it back up. But yeah, we just, like, parked the car and, like, climbed all over the rocks around that area and, like, mm -hmm. took a bunch of pictures and... It was just, like, I thank God, like, the weather was nice and we could do that. Yeah. Um, and I think it was more memorable for that because it was like, oh, we got to meet some people and, you know, experience a section of the park for a day. Yeah. So, you know, just a little reminder that when you're on one of these trips, not everything is going to go as planned. You will get mm -hmm. stuck somewhere at some point and just make the best of it. Sometimes those moments will actually end up being some of your favorite ones. Yeah. Which is odd. Well, especially in national parks, too, because they're so... Um, sort of at the mercy of nature and weather and all kinds of things. I think the more national parks we've been to, the more we realize, like, there might be so much snow in one place that they can't open a certain part of the park. Or there might be, you know, a, you know, rocks fell somewhere or an animal is in a place they're not supposed to be and they want to protect the animal or whatever. So, or something's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just never know, especially in national parks. And, you know, the, the park ranger's job is to make sure that, you know, everybody stays safe and that the animals stay safe and all that. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of sometimes your, your best laid plans are, are going to get changed around because of nature and that's just how it goes. And if you're going to appreciate the national parks for what they are, then you got to appreciate those things too. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't just make an itinerary and expect everything to go exactly the way you planned it. Yeah. It's just Weather and realistic. animals do not, do not subscribe to our schedules and you just have to allow for that. Yep. So yeah, we continued on our merry way after the person, whoever it was, was airlifted out. Um, hopefully they ended up okay and 
Yeah, we tried to look yeah. it up afterwards to see if they ended up being okay, and we couldn't find anything, which of course is, you know, medical stuff. I'm sure they wouldn't want people knowing, but yeah. I was mostly just making sure they were okay, but we, we have no idea, so. But hopefully. If you got airlifted out of that park in 2012, we'd love to hear you're alive and well. Yeah, for real. So from there, we headed south. I think we went to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do a whole lot in Wyoming. We took some cute pictures at like a random stop on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very, very excited in the picture. I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's become sort of a joke now that we have like the Wyoming picture, which is us looking like like just like we just won the lottery. Disproportionately <laughs> excited about being in Wyoming. Yeah, which I think was just us taking a break from the car. I think we just found like a, it was like a little scenic area with like some history, like signs with history stuff on them. Yeah, and history stuff. I don't know what I mean, but historical facts. Historical facts. Thank you. <laughs> historical facts on them. So we pulled over a to like to read all of them, but b just to like stretch our legs and get a break. And yeah, there's this hilarious, very excited photo of the two of us in Wyoming. Yeah. It might have also been a lunch stop. That's true. Um, we do so, get excited about food. Yes. Um, so on road trips, one of the things that we learned very quickly on our first road trip is uh, eating room temperature food all the time is not very exciting. Gets very old very quickly. But this was still in the very early days of the first road trip, so we were still very excited. So we ate a <laughs> we were lot. So young and fresh. <laughs> uh, we ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly, a lot of peanut butter and fluff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like crackers and bagels and things that don't have to be heated up or cooked or yep. chips, you know, crackers. Chips. So this might very well have been one of our like pull over and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the hood of the car and mm-hmm. then you know which we also have on our stuff, way. Yeah. And yeah, I think our our only like real stop for this portion of the trip in Wyoming was we came across this little like fake settlement I guess called Old Town. Mm-hmm. And it was like was a... Was it fake? I wasn't sure if it was fake or if it was actually like... No, it, like I think I remember on the signs it said that people didn't actually live there, but it was like a recreation of an existing settlement. Oh, okay. See, and I don't even remember so... that. It's good you do. Yeah. That's why I have you. Yeah, like my... The only notes I have on it was that it was a replica of an actual settlement. Mm-hmm. So no one lives there or had ever lived there. But it was this really cool, like, little town with, like, all these little log buildings. They had, like, a jail. They had a house of ill repute. I only yes. remember that one because we took a picture We of the obviously sign. had to take a picture with that. We thought it was so funny. And they had, like, a firehouse. Uh, I think they had a bar and, like, you know, barns and houses and stuff. But it was just, like, this tiny little town. Yeah completely deserted you can just like wander through and like go in the buildings and just kind of odd we were the only ones there yeah it felt very much like a ghost town like it was just it it was just this like deserted town and it was yeah it was cool and so you're like walking through and like you hear a creek behind you and you're like oh ghost yeah and you're like oh well no one actually lived here so probably not. yeah i think that's why i thought it was a real town because i think it was just this sense of so I found a picture of the sign. The old town is a recreation of Iron Town, a settlement that sprang up along the banks of Iron Creek. The town was first known for the terrible tasting brackish metallic flavored water. Oh yeah. But there were always friendly card games, saloons, and a restaurant located in a tent in this little settlement. Iron Town soon became a stopping off place for ranchers, cowboys, and new settlers. Um, so it goes on to say, like, you know, the history of the town a little bit more. 
I love um, a town known for its brackish water. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, what so a selling point to tourists. Yeah, so we'll put a couple of pictures up on our Instagram of like the little houses and buildings and stuff that we found because it's kind of cute. Yeah. And it was just a fun little detour that we found on the side of the road that we weren't planning on. And But we'll put them up on the Instagram, a getaway, uh, getaway car pod, mm-hmm. um, so you can see what those looked like. And then I think that was it for this stretch of the trip. I believe so. So I think, I think honestly only mistakes that I would say for this one is not being as aware of what was in the area as we could have been. Because if we had researched like Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse a little more before we had gone, I think we might have been more inclined to go in and yeah, I also think I think we'd spent less time on like what was around. We, we, we knew we wanted to go to Mount Rushmore and I don't think we researched like the routes we could take to get there or to leave or things like crazy horse that are nearby that we should also see. Yeah. So I think it, it, yeah, definitely researching not just other sites you can go to near things you already want to go to, but also like ways to get there and ways to leave. Cause you might find some really beautiful driving or parks or all kinds of stuff that you can drive through rather than just taking a highway somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, I think that would be our, our key takeaway is like research the area that you're going to, not just the thing that you're going to. Yeah. I think we've gotten better about that over the years. Definitely. I think the, for our first road trip, I think we just had like, here's the places we want to go. And I think now over the over the years, we've gotten better about being like, okay, if we're going here and here, what's the coolest way to get from point A to point B? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that leg of the trip. Um, so don't forget to join us next week. We'll be talking about our next destination. Um, really excited for next week. We've got a couple of the bigger national parks that we really, really loved. So we'll be discussing those. Definitely. And if you um, if you have any stories about Crazy Horse or Mount Rushmore or any kind of historical facts that, you know, we'd love to hear them, email us at getawaycarpod at gmail.com. And we will post photos from this leg of the trip this week um, on Instagram at getawaycarpod. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.